Hey there, freedom-loving carnivores. It's Jeff Dornick from Freedom First Network, and I've got a message for you. Are you tired of feeling like your beef choices are under siege? Well, fellow patriots, it's time to fight back with Prepper All Naturals. That's right, folks. In a world where the beef industry is under constant attack, Prepper All Naturals is here to stand tall and proud as a veteran-owned beacon of quality, taste, and freedom. When the guys at Prepper All Natural set out to provide you with the finest beef products, they knew they had a duty to defend America's beef legacy, and that's why we're proud to partner with them, bringing you the best of what this great land has to offer. Whether it's their succulent freeze-dried beef cubes or their premium freezer boxes packed with steaks and roasts, we're redefining what it means to enjoy beef today and tomorrow. And let me tell you folks, their freeze-dried beef isn't just delicious, it's built to last. With proper stores, their beef cubes can maintain their quality and freshness for up to a decade, ensuring you'll never have to compromise on taste or nutrition. But wait, there's more. They're not just in the business of selling beef. They're in the business of defending freedom. That's why they promise to never sell you anything less than 100% all-American natural beef. No lab-grown imposters, no experimental jabs, and certainly no compromises with the woke agenda. So, fellow beef enthusiasts, join us in our mission to protect America's beef legacy. Visit freedomfirstbeef.com and use code FFM for 15% off your order. Because when you choose Prepper All Naturals, you're not just eating well today, you're eating well tomorrow. And together... We'll ensure that beef remains a symbol of freedom for generations to come. Prep all naturals, where beef meets freedom. But we'll we'll get we'll just ask the questions live. Let's just okay. this is all about doing it live, doing as it live. Bill O'Reilly might say. So uh, <laughs> so yeah. So here we are, and um, we'll start with the intro. You ready? We are ready. Very good. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Knock Report, the NOQ Report podcast. I am your host, J.D. Rucker, and this is my lovely, talented, brilliant, and restreaming live co-host, Tammy. Say hi, Tammy. Hi, Tammy. She also happens to be my wife, so I am the lucky one in this relationship. Today, we are doing a live AMA and Ask Me Anything, and technically, since we're two of us, it's an Ask Us Anything. So whatever questions you have, if you're listening to this live, then, uh, then yeah, great ask away. Uh, We will answer most of them. I won't say we'll answer anything tawdry, but we will answer most relevant questions or even some irrelevant ones if there are some out there. So so let's get started. Any questions before we start answering questions? No. I know. It's weird. Okay. So first question. This one came in. Well, we're not going to say who's saying it, just in case people are trying to ask a question. Okay, go ahead. Does JD have any shirts other than Hawaiian prints? So I didn't know this question was coming in before I put on another Hawaiian print shirt. So the answer to your question is um, pretty much no. (laughs) He has a couple of dress shirts, but for the most part, it's all Hawaiian. And how that we got started on Hawaiian shirts, I have no idea. It was just one particular shirt that became his favorite, and it was a Hawaiian shirt. Since then, we haven't looked back. So. Trying to duplicate the magic, I guess you could say. No, I mean, it's just here in California, you have a lot of choices between Cal- uh, those prints. So that's just how it is when you live live on a on a coast. So. And you too, if you don't live in California, you can or always go to Amazon. Southern part of the... <laughs> yeah. So, not, not just so stuck the, in to California. So to answer your question, not, not, very, not very many options. No, it's no. pretty much all Hawaiian. Yeah, it, it pretty much is. So uh, let's go to the next question. Do you want to ask it? Sure. You guys used to be never Trump. 
Why the switch? Why the switch? So that's a good question. It, it is a good question, and it is true. Back in the day, back in uh, oh, you know, back when uh, we, uh, President Trump, before he was president, when he was first running, you know, we were uh, very big supporters of Ted Cruz. And we thought, hey, you know, President Trump, or sorry, I'm so used to saying that, Donald Trump, the candidate, was was going to be dangerous. I truly thought he was going to be dangerous. I thought, uh, um, I thought that it was going to end up being a bad thing. Yeah. So, but it wasn't. Um, we were wrong. Okay. Mm-hmm. He kept his promises. I swore. I mean, I was certain that if he were elected president, and keep in mind, let's be clear about the never Trumpedness here. We were we did not vote for Hillary Clinton. Okay, let's Ew, be clear. No. We were not Hillary Clinton supporters. We were, I guess you could say, you know, just uh, presidential I, election right. agnostic for yeah. a little while. Yeah. But, well, we didn't have a home. A lot of a lot of Republicans felt as though as though that's a, either they moved to conservative or libertarian in many right, cases. Right. And so I think that when we we saw these traits in Trump before really getting to know Trump. It didn't. He, he doesn't have that type of personality that a lot of people like, which is um, uh, obtrusive, uh, uh, narcissistic. Yeah. You know all of these things, but his actions are clearly quite different than the attitude that we were seeing. So it it ended up being a good thing. So we Absolutely. have our first question. It's from Carrie Ann. Is California transitioning to red? That's so, a good question. It is. And it depend, depends upon what your definition of transitioning to red really is. Right. Um, is it getting redder? Sure. Absolutely. Is it getting redder in certain districts? And will there be yeah. more uh, California representatives in the House of Representatives, the U.S. House of Representatives, who are Republicans? Absolutely. Okay. The Republicans in the House got obliterated. In 2018, absolutely obliterated. And it actually started in 2016. We lost a few seats then as well. 2018, Orange County, where we're from, got just demolished. It went oh, from, it from almost completely red four years before to by the time 2018 rolled around, it turned completely blue. It's going to turn red again. There's going to be, there are, we identified a few months ago during the primaries, uh, the California primary, we identified nine seats that have a very good chance of flipping from blue to red. And the one seat, uh, the one in Escondido, the, the where Duncan Hunter was, he, he was he was charged, arrested, prosecuted, um, lost that seat. You know, there's always a chance that when you have somebody who is who loses a seat because of crimes, that it, that seat could flip. Well, based on what we saw in those that primary as well, I don't think I think uh, pretty sure that that's going to stay red. So we can pick up six, eight, nine um, seats. You've got uh, some, I guess you could say, even less likely seats that are becoming more and more likely every day, like Buzz Patterson up in Sacramento. I think, you know, he was, he's going up against Ami Berra and uh, yeah, I think he's got a great chance. Now, as far as the question of, you know, is California local politics or are we going to have a Republican governor? Is there going to not be a supermajority no. in the state legislature? No, that's no, not going to happen soon. Remember that California, and they've tried this for several years, they've tried to separate California into three different states, mm-hmm. or at least three different states. And the reason being is because California can be pretty different depending right. on the region of the of their Central Valley, then there's the Northern California, and then there's Southern Cal. So SoCal is quite, that's where most of the red was, or 
used to be red, and it's it's a significant difference. specifically Orange County, not yeah, all specifically of Orange County and some of the um, out west or out east in the inland deserts. So I don't know if you can really look at California as a whole is what I'm trying to say. So you have to, and given that there's one governor though of the state. That's unfortunate because it's really not indicative. Should we have two governors? <laughs> no, I think we should have. I mean, it clearly is different. And I mean, I don't yeah. think there's ever going to be a Republican governor. That's well, not there could be, be, but it's just not, not anytime really soon. Not anytime really soon. But you really, like you said, you have to look locally. Absolutely. So, well, the, yeah. So, so I do think that Orange County will turn back to red, uh, hopefully. Yes. Hopefully. Because there's been significant change since it turned blue. I'm telling you, it's... It's, I can't even explain. We've got a lot of questions. I'm, okay, go ahead. <laughs> okay, thanks, Carrie Ann. I appreciate the, the Next question. question. From Patty Ray, did you hear anything about the bikers going to Seattle? So I did hear, and, and I don't know a lot about this. I saw the headline. I saw a couple of tweets about it. It seemed interesting. There, was, there are some bikers out there, okay, a biker group. I'm not sure which one. Please forgive me. We will research this and learn more about it because I do want to know. But there's bikers who are saying, let's take back the Chaz. Let's kick Ooh. out these these social justice, Black Lives Matter, Antifa, you know, some of them gun-toting people. The, you know, if the police aren't going to do it, if the Seattle government's not going to do it, if they're not going to send in the National Guard, then somebody's got to do it. So, you know. Kinda, a civilian militia? I wouldn't call it a militia. These are, just, these are just activist, patriotic bikers, from what I could tell. Um, yes. And they're local, right? I don't know. I don't think they're, I have are no they idea. local Patty Ray? Or did I don't you, think did they are. Anything about that? Yeah. Um, I don't think they're local bikers, but I think that, and they could be, you know, for, again, we're, we're not knowledgeable on the situation, just what we heard, but the concept of people going in and, you know, fighting this, um, are, are, are we for violence? Are we for people going in and, you know, forcing people out, shooting them and, and forcing them out? If they're not part of law enforcement, then that's not a good thing. Now, right. if they want to go in there and occupy with them, okay, even with guns, even open carry, going there because allegedly this being an quote unquote autonomous zone, this being a quote unquote protest area, you know, you cannot, the constitution does not allow you to have an exclusive right to this area, the six block area where, you know, you can protest, but only if you are a social justice warrior, only if you, you are, you know, fighting against, against the, whatever the, the right, the conservatives, whatever. Yes, I do believe. I think that it needs to happen. That's a scary thought though. It is. I mean, between the two, could it blow up? Absolutely. But at this point, what, what what are you going to do? What about the yeah, people I know, who are there? I know, I understand. The government's doing nothing. I okay? get it. I get the it. government's doing absolutely nothing about this. So, if- I'm not disagreeing uh, with their motive. I'm saying that I just hope nothing happens. You know, I hope we can pray for calm, pray yeah. for peace. But somebody does have to do something. And we I don't do think support. it's going to be calm. Have you seen? I mean, Christians walking in there. Are you kidding me? It's- you know, we don't have control over the spirits that that. Uh, will come over people. Mm-hmm. So we can't say for sure. Is it volatile? Could it turn very ugly? Yes, but let's remember something. Mm-hmm. They haven't been challenged. Okay. They have not been challenged. That's if you've true. got 50, 50 men and women on bikes, half of them armed, it's an open carry state. So half of them armed, visibly armed. Mm-hmm. You know, is there going to be, oh, you know, we put our foot down, get out of our zone, or we're going to shoot you? Or is there going to be, uh, hmm, you, you guys want to go? You no, know, you, do you want to? I can imagine these. Chazers, choppers, whatever they're called, um, saying this is bad. We're going to protest very loudly as we back up and back out and go home and go back to our, our parents' garage. That's what I would 
think is is more likely going to happen. But you're right. You know, we need to pray if that does happen. If 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 they go there, and this turns into a civilian versus civilian incident, then let's pray for calm. Let's pray for for this to be as American as possible, and so, that means yeah. you know um, peaceful, but can be right. forceful. Just don't shoot each other. Right. So the next question is a pretty big question and hopefully we can keep it a little bit more brief, but it's what happens in November? Who wins? That's a big question. That's a big question. Um, what does happen in November and who does win? So, uh, and we, it's funny because we talked about this the other day. Do you want us to go first? Nope. <laughs> I was trying to stall so I can take a drink of coffee. I need to as well. So I can't, I don't think I'm going to be a good she, Patty Ray says, I agree. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you, Patty Ray, for your question. Great question. So, <laughs> pardon me. Um, who wins? At this point, number one, anybody who tells you that they know who's going to win or they're confident about this, that, or the other, um, they don't know. Okay. They don't. You can't tell. This is June. Okay. We got five months. Anything can happen. All right. Number two, don't look at the polls. Don't look at, listen to the prognosticators. Don't listen to us. Yeah, a lot of polls to, are saying that Biden's ahead. And well, Biden. All the all the polls are saying that, but they also said said Clinton was going to win. You know, so yeah. don't listen to any of that stuff. What we do know is that President Trump has is in very good position to win. Okay, but he is. He, he's number one. He's an incumbent. Number two, his. Uh, the guy he's running against, allegedly, we'll see, you know, it could be somebody else, but the guy he's currently running against is um, lost. He doesn't know where he is, who he is. Yeah, I, I don't want to get into the whole dementia thing, but but let's face it, he's not nearly as sharp as he was a few years ago. Number three, you've got um, the economy, the coronavirus, the lockdowns are supposedly ending. I know the mainstream media is pushing to extend them, so we'll see. Uh, but with that, that means the economy should be continuing to bounce back. It has been bouncing back for a month now. It should continue right. to bounce back when you're on a, a nice upward trajectory. That's great for election time. Right. Well, I do think that what we haven't taken into consideration because we haven't seen it yet is Joe Biden's vice president pick. Okay. Cause this could be a huge deal. And that's the one where Trump may face some competition because if he chooses somebody who is favored by these progressives um, who happens to fit all the criteria. Folks, listen up. I've got something crucial to share with you today. In this uncertain world, you need to be prepared for anything, especially when it comes to your health. That's where the wellness company comes in, offering you peace of mind in a box with their medical emergency kit. Picture this. You're faced with a medical emergency and you need quick, effective treatment. The Wellness Company's Medical Emergency Kit is like having a strategic arsenal of life-saving medications right at your fingertips. From proven treatments like ivermectin to generic Z-Packs and amoxicillin, this kit has got you covered. But that's not all. Every kit comes with a medical emergency guidebook, ensuring you have the knowledge to use these medications safely and effectively. It's like having a medical professional right there with you when you need it most. And here's the kicker. Use code FFN to get 10% off your medical emergency kit at twc.health FFN. That's right, folks. 10% off, peace of mind in a box. Don't wait until it's too late. Get your medical emergency kit today and be ready for whatever comes your way. Stay safe, stay prepared with a wellness company. Again, use code FFN to get 10% off your medical emergency kit at twc.health FFN. We're talking about a messy fight. It is. And 
you know, there could be a lot of people that will buy into it that aren't progressive, but, you know, maybe a democratic or left leaning in their politics and sort of jump on that bandwagon. So I'm, I'm really concerned about that. I'm only concerned about one of them. Okay. Which one? She's not even on the, the list of the final six people. Really? Yeah. Um, but if the wild card out of left field comes in. Oh, don't you say it. It is. It's true. If Michelle Obama comes in, oh. then the chances that, that Joe Biden could win go up. Okay. She's, it's not going to happen. She's popular. I, I agree. I don't think that's it's going to happen, happen anymore. You know, But if it does happen, that's that's a wild card that, that Republicans don't want to face. If I'm putting odds on it, I'm, at this point, I'm still saying about 70% Trump, uh, 70% chance that Trump wins. Okay, I do. I think he's going to win. So I think he's. I, I think he's, he's. I hope. Yeah, I mean, we. I think. I think everybody here hopes. You know, our our audience isn't exactly, isn't exactly uh, left leaning. Uh, we do have a very conservative audience, and right. we do generally support President Trump. Okay, that's yeah. that's what the audience is. Now, briefly, I know we're running out of time on that stuff. Real quick on the other elections, yeah, what happens at the state level? I think that we are going to pick up some governorships. Okay, mm-hmm. I don't. I haven't looked at it, but I do feel that that the local governments have taken more of a hit than the federal government when it comes to reactions to the coronavirus. Well, as far as House of Representatives, okay, uh, the Repo- Republicans are almost certainly going to pick up seats. It's just going to happen, right? But will they pick up enough to evict Nancy Pelosi? Will they be able to take her gavel back again, make her a two-time loser of the uh, of the Speaker of the House position? And uh, yeah, I don't know. It's tough. You know, there is a there's going to be at least somewhat of a red wave. It's up to Republicans, conservatives mm-hmm. uh, to get out there and make sure that it's a big red wave. And we, so we can retake the control of the House of Representatives. That is a, um, extremely important, because if we can do that, then we have the ability to actually make some some real headway some, to make some moves in 2021 and beyond, because the president will have control of the the House. So we are rooting for that. And as a as parts of various organizations we're pushing for that last but not least the senate it's up in the air okay we have a three seat lead doug jones could could win uh doug jones is going to lose i should say Mm -hmm. almost certainly in alabama so it'll be four seat lead but there are some republicans who might not make it so senate up in the air house hopeful um president trump mega it's gonna happen so welcome mystical pickle yes trump 2020 and they are michelle and obama were the great dividers. They it were. really, we've done a podcast in the past where we talked about how it really, that was sort of the, 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 the beginning of the divis, the divisiveness in this country. Yes. Now the question is, is if Trump does win, I know I'm throwing this out there. Yeah. If Trump does win, Ask will this anything. quiet down? <laughs> what cool quiet down? What when Trump wins? And so here's was, the thing, was, listen, we don't even want to talk about this at this point. Okay, because it's way too early and there's already enough crap. But 2020 has been terrible for, you know, for unity, for for peace, for health, for everything. Okay, 2020 has been a disaster for the United States and the world. But the worst part is going to happen in November when President Trump wins. When that happens, you think the riots following George Floyd are bad. These folks have tested themselves. They've they have seen what they can get away with. What law enforcement is is going to let them get away with, and more importantly, what leftist governors, uh, leftist um, mayors, uh-huh. what these people are going to allow to happen. Right. And they're going to allow their cities to burn. And when Trump wins in November, you know, I'm not trying to be doom and gloom here, but some cities are going to burn literally. 
Oh, they're going yeah. to be so mad. Ugh. Their their Trump derangement syndrome is going to be so up. No, okay, no, no, fine, no. fine. Let's just so let's Texas just Hoodlum. Right yeah, there there are the rallies. Well, especially since the coronavirus, everybody's been locked up. But right. you know, Tulsa, yay! OU. Tulsa, a million people. Is OU. That, that's, well, that's, that's that's closer to OSU, but hey, whatever. it doesn't matter. Um, that's in Oklahoma. Oklahoma, yeah, that's amazing. That, that blew me away. I know, and. The question that uh, Mystical Pickle wanted to ask, I don't know if you want us to address this, but was it Mystical Pickle? Can you excuse there? Yeah. How do we Sorry. replace Romney? Is that, is that <laughs> so, it? <laughs> so uh, the, we have looked into the, um, the, the laws. Is it that's, possible? That's true. Texas Hudlum. It actually has, it has revealed something in this, in this country, yeah. which we've talked about. You're seeing, I mean, I didn't want to, yeah. I didn't want to s- separate the sheeps and goats kind of thing, but it truly is. We can see the true colors of those who just claim to be this or that. Now we're seeing what it's really about. So people's I, eyes are open. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So as far as, as what was the question? Oh, the, yeah. How do we replace Romney? <laughs> oh, right, right. How do we replace Romney? So the laws in Utah are a little mm-hmm. bit uh, ambiguous. Is it possible? Absolutely. Um, is it likely? No, because they would have to, you know, replacing Romney, the, the guy won in 2018. He's a senator. He's got six years. He doesn't come up for reelection until 2024. I hate to say it, but, you know, he, we're Utah and the United States, since he's a U.S. senator, we're essentially stuck with him until 2024. Could something mount? I mean, if it could mount anywhere, if an effort by the legislature to have him removed, if that could happen anywhere, it would be in Utah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Utah. They do have a, a, a majority <clears throat> of Republicans in both both uh, chambers, so it's possible. And I know that there was there was a big push. There was some legislation that was introduced following Romney's vote to impeach President Trump, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> yeah, or to remove, I should say. Yeah, but it's going to be tough. Bottom line is, uh, let's just plan on on Utah being a split state. You've got a mm-hmm. a uh, conservative Republican with Mike Lee, and you have a a basically a Democrat in uh, Mitt Romney. Okay, you could say that we basically have a Democrat in Alaska with uh, with uh, Lisa Murkowski. You could say we def- basically have a Democrat in Maine with Susan Susan Collins. Yeah. So, bottom line, when I say that we're we're hurting in the Senate, mm-hmm. I mean we're hurting it from a perspective of we need to pick up seats. We don't need to lose them. And I'm hoping that the red wave sweeps in and saves Cory Gardner, saves uh, Martha McSally, um, gets rid of Doug Jones, mm-hmm. and uh, you know saves saves Tom Tillis. Let's. Yeah. We need the majority because, or a big majority, because mm-hmm. uh, we've got some Democrats and Republican clothing out there. Rhinos. Go ahead. Did you have another question or do we move to one of the others? Well, we'll move to a personal question until the other one comes in. And then um, <laughs> it's question. kind of a personal one. So <laughs> okay. what is it? Is it like going from Oklahoma to SoCal? That is a good question. Um, I know what it was like for me. What was it like for you? So we, we came I out to SoCal. It. Yeah. So we're The okay. people here, I hated it so much. I can't even tell you. It took me over five years to actually to to really get used to people who are indifferent to you know when you say in Oklahoma you say how are you doing you know you go through the drive through and they say they could say God you know God bless and you know or something like that and they say how are you doing and you can have a conversation in the drive through you know not everyone but um, that was very normal and if you go into a restaurant you're not or you know fast food or some place where you go in and to order at the counter or whatever you know how you sit there and you talk and you just, you take your time and you try to figure out what you want that it wasn't here. Nah, no, 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 no. You go through any place. And if they say, how are you doing? That's basically a rhetorical question. We don't want to know how you're doing. We're just asking because we have to, um, I don't hate you, but I don't 
really care for you and um, I don't really want, I don't want to talk to you. And yeah. And if you go into a place to order something, it's like, you need to get out of the way. It's like, you know, everything's so fast. So that was one of the biggest um, things for me to get used to. And I, you can't really get used to it. The weather out here is great. Weather's awesome. There's valet parking almost everywhere. Holy cow. I used to, okay. So we used to chase tornadoes back home. All right. Right before the May 3rd tornado, that big, huge one in 99. Oh boy. That was the last one we ever chased. Cause that was, that was obvious that they were no longer predictable. Um, but when we got here, I thought tornadoes were, you know, earthquakes. Mm-mm. Nope. The whole earth moves and you can't do anything about it. You can't, there's nowhere to run. There's nowhere to hide. There's no shelter to get into. There's no ditch to crawl in. There is absolutely no car to drive away from. <laughs> you are in the earthquake and things shake and move and the earth is moving. It doesn't make sense. Nope. So that's not for me. So I could go on and on. Okay. I know. Oh, Let's... the food. There is no cheese dip here. <laughs> Guys, there's no queso. When you go to a Mexican restaurant, it's chips and cheese and salsa. When you go here to a Mexican restaurant, you're lucky if you get chips. You have to pay for them. And there's lots of guacamole. But the weather's Everywhere. great. Everywhere. The weather's awesome. That's all I have to say about that. Weather's great. <sighs> For those who, I, the next immediate question will be, of course, um, they'll ask, you know, if you In the doorway, yeah, I know. If you don't like. Well, you know, it's a little hard when you're trying to go down the stairs with the entire house moving. You can't, you get so dizzy, you can't move. The Okay, yeah, the doorway. It's actually not the doorway. That's a myth. It's under the tables. You're supposed to get under a table, not necessarily a doorway. Move on. Today on weather.com, we're discussing <laughs> what to do if a tornado hits during an earthquake. Okay. Oh so, yeah. So, <clears throat> the next question is why don't we leave? We have, there are. Oh, was it? Yeah, there are medical reasons. Okay. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. yeah, we're here. Uh, would we like to move to Oklahoma, Texas? You know, someplace like that, sure. You know, we've looked at Tennessee. We've looked at places. There are places that better align with us from an ideological Can perspective. Can specifically why? No. Like for a baby? Okay. No, no. Come on. We don't get personal here. We get, we get, uh, yes, we're here. We're here. No, stop it. Oh, I'm sorry. Nerd. I was going to tell him. Okay, well, go ahead. Uh, if you really you... feel compelled to, compelled to tell him. Go ahead so, tell China, him. no, no, let's just move on. Chime in on the Chubba Hubbard and Mike Gundy. Mike Gundy. Mike Gunday. Mike Gunday. Who the heck Mike Gunday, Okie. Um, that's not how you say it in Oklahoma. Well, that's true. So, uh, that's good. yes, we are from Oklahoma. So, Oklahoma State, yesterday, the star running back, Heisman Trophy candidate, uh, one of the arguably the best running back in college football, certain to be an NFL pick. Shubba uh, Hubbard came in and uh, came came out, I should say, on Twitter and showed <laughs> what are you doing? He he came out and said uh, he said that that he's going to sit out and and boycott uh, things at OSU uh, because he saw Coach Mike Gundy in a image wearing an OAN shirt, a One American News shirt. Mm. My gosh, it's ridiculous. But here's the thing, you know, before we get into Mike Gundy's reaction, I want to be very clear. You know, we as conservatives, we do have to we, we need to have the perspective that number one you know, free speech number two 
you know, just because we don't agree with something doesn't mean that we should be be pushing to cancel it. You know, there was a lot of oh, anger yeah. towards Chubba Hubbard. Listen, I don't agree with him being against OAN. I love One American News, you know, uh, and he shouldn't do. I agree that he should be against a T-shirt, you know, his <laughs> coach wearing a T-shirt. Absolutely not. I think that's ludicrous. But with that said, you know, he he's not out there kneeling. He's not out there, you know, using his his football platform. He went out publicly. Right. And he's putting his his uh, money where his mouth is on this one. Okay, he's putting a lot of money at risk by coming out and standing behind his principles. So look, if we were more like that, okay, more if there were, more, I know there are people that are like that. If more conservatives were like that, why would we, you know, we would say, hey, no, I'm not going to watch anything that comes out of Hollywood, zero, because yeah. every time I support a television show or a movie, I'm literally giving money to people who are going to. Uh, take some of that money and use it to raise more money for Planned Parenthood, for Democrats. Okay, so before you go, I disagree with Chubba's style. I disagree with his ideology a whole bunch. Mm-hmm. But the fact that he did what he did and how he did it—that's a heck of a lot better than Colin Kaepernick, you know, going out there and protesting in the middle of games. Right. Or, you know, any of these guys. If, if, if I want to watch a football game, I want. I want I to watch wanna, football. Yeah, exactly. You know, if they want to talk off off the, uh, you know, in, in, as part of their non-professional platform, mm-hmm. or in this case, collegiate platform, mm-hmm. like Chubba Hubbard did on Twitter, great. Now, Gundy did reply. You know, he, he got on there with Chubba. He said, look, we've, I've had some meetings. We're going to make some changes, you know, um, whatever. I, it's football. I, it's not that big of a deal. It shouldn't have been national headlines. It, it is ridiculous. Uh, let's see. Yeah, um, that's, they're just making comments. Texas civil and the bad thing is people are trying to change the state laws to fit their living. That's yeah. Good thing is that we can move to another state that fits their for now. Plan. But what if the state starts shifting? You know, yeah. The we whole can always point say we is vote with to try feet. to get everyone to go with their line of thinking. Right, right. And and we we have to win this with truth. Okay, we're yeah. not going to to force our perspectives onto people. That's just not the conservative way. But we can uh, win them over with truth, with reality. So, yeah. Okay, um, next question. Yeah, question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which of your kids is your favorite? <laughs> Who's No. Uh, I'll answer that question. <laughs> um, I, I already know. Uh, Do you know, I'll, did one of our kids actually ask this question? <laughs> they probably, probably did. Probably. Um, if it's you, our, our first uh, oldest daughter, it's you. <laughs> yeah. Whoever's listening, it's and you. Sure. But the reality is this. I can already <laughs> tell you who, who her favorite kid is. Okay. Yes, we have multiple Bye, kids. Bye, Patty. We'll see you soon. Take care, Patty. Um, we already know who, or I know who her favorite kid is. It's me. Okay. Okay. Next question. Next question. That was a bad question. Uh, we don't we don't play favorites with our kids. Come on. You guys know better than that. Do you... Th- um... Can you move that? So I'm, I can, I'm okay. about to get there. Do you think? Do you think? Do you think you can put the question up on the screen for me? We're going to do it. We're doing it live. Go for it. Do you think Trump has handled the Seattle situation well? So, the Seattle situation. Uh, well, first, how has he handled it? He's tweeted about it. He said it's wrong. He's threatened to send in the National Guard if necessary. Right. Not just tweeting. He right. actually said that on. On national television, he yeah. talked about sending in the National Guard if they can't get a control over it. I would say that, yes, he's handled it as best he can, can other than 
um, not sending people. The only thing I would say differently, mm-hmm. you know, people say, well, he should send in the military, he should send in the National Guard or whatever. That's, folks, part of how we handle situations in America is through federalism. And part of limited government federalism right. is making sure that cities are responsible for cities, states are responsible for states, and the country's responsible for the country. Is the six-block radius, is that the president's problem? To some extent it is, because it's something that's happening in the United States. Has it elevated to the point that he needs to get involved? Maybe, maybe not. I'm not going to debate that question, but I do know this for sure. Right. Uh, Mayor Jenny in Seattle, okay, Jay Inslee, governor of Washington, they have handled it extremely, extremely poorly. It's been horrendous. Okay, the whole oh, yeah. de-escalate, do nothing. This isn't de-escalation. Okay, this is anarchy, and people are getting hurt. Okay, violent crimes, according to the police chief. Welcome, Hans. Welcome, Hans. Consider, according to the police chief, who's not allowed to to go into this area, you know, without an escort, without permission from from the chazers, the choppers, whatever you want to call them. Um, Shortly after these people took yes, over, shortly after these people took over, the uh, um, who was it? <laughs> they <laughs> crimes went up three hundred percent. Three hundred percent, yeah. Violent crimes, okay. Yeah. Um, rapes, assaults, they went up three hundred percent, and they continue to be there. We posted about Jack, uh, Jack Posobiec and uh, Elijah Schaefer, Jack Posobiec from OAN. And uh, Elijah Schaefer from the Blaze TV, they went in there last Friday mm-hmm. and they were hanging out, you know, undercover, filming a bunch of stuff. And I strongly encourage you to check out both of their feeds on Twitter. And uh, we also post a story with some of the information about that. They finally left Sunday night and it was, you know, the, the stuff is very revealing. Mainstream media is showing you one thing. Okay? Mm-hmm. And they're usually filming during the day when it's like a festival. Right. It's like, uh, what is that? Um, whatever is. Coachella. Coachella. There we go. They're calling it Chaz, Chazella or whatever. Um, yeah, that's, that's okay. Partially true during the day. And got, and even Schaefer and, and Posobiec admitted it. That that's what it's like. So the question was, do we think that Trev is handling the situation? Well, right, right, right. I think that honestly, I believe that he's been handling the situation with both the coronavirus and the Seattle situation. He seems to be very careful about not wanting to step on state's rights. That is a very big deal. It is, and it's okay. the right move. And it's 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 a great trait to have, okay? Because you don't want. I mean, he can say that he's going. He can threaten that he's going to send in the national guard if if uh, they can't get a handle on it. But he's not going to be. That's not going to be something that he's just going to jump to do because he clearly yeah. respects the state's rights, and he, obviously he can't. I mean, he's got. We so could. He's damned if. And I think Texas who said this. I'm not sure. He's damned if he does. He's damned damned if you do, damned if you don't, kind right. of thing. And so, and that's true. If I it mean, does kind of have the, if it goes south, he's got to right. do something. If he if it goes well, south well, and they yeah. do nothing, he has to do something. Just like just like George. Why are the H-W- citizens saying anything? I don't understand how the people that I mean, if you think, think about this guys, anybody anybody from it. Texas, would this happen in Texas? I think not. So uh, one oh, quick. Sorry, it's just it wouldn't. <laughs> no, 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 one quick question. Um, you know, will they be voted out? No. That's here's a good the, question. Here's the sad part. I don't could know. It, could Inslee be voted out? I think so. I think it's possible. Maybe. We have a guy up there. Oh, goodness, I forgot his name. There's a uh, candidate up there who is awesome. Okay. And uh, Go down. Huh? Scroll down, please. Oh, sorry. Okay, now finish. Sorry. That's okay. 
Well, stop. You stop hitting the table. It's funny because one of the questions is you're you're a couple. Um, yes, we are. I know. I, know. I already answered I put that. up with her. Okay. So, um, <laughs> no, nah, I'm the lucky one here. Um, Inslee could possibly get voted out. There are there are good candidates out there, one in particular, which we'll write about later. Um, could Thanks, Paul, by the way. Yeah. Could Mayor Jenny get voted out? No. Are you 70, sure? I'm positive. 70% okay. of the people in Seattle allegedly support the Chaz. Okay. Seattle is a far, far, far left. If Whatever. Think of, the, think of it like this. If you're not familiar with Seattle, you've never been there, take the most leftist, progressive person you've ever met, multiply that by like 800,000 and you know, duplicate that person 800,000 times, and that's your Seattle, average Seattle residence. Most people in Seattle have moved out. They've gone to Bremerton across the Sound. They've gone to, uh, to Tacoma. They've gone to uh, Olympia, mm-hmm. okay? Um, or they've gone out of Washington altogether, or they've gone, you know, west to the, I'm sorry, east to the uh, areas. Because outside of this, this SeaTac uh, area, uh, Washington is relatively conservative, okay? It's just that all politics for the state are controlled in that area. So Mayor Jenny, she could come out and say she could go live at the Chaz and start protesting with them, and she wouldn't get voted out. She probably wouldn't buy a landslide. Jay Inslee has to remain accountable to other people. So, so yeah. I think if anything, it may change if something goes down between now and then. You no, don't think still? You don't really think so? If okay. it blew up tomorrow, then she... The, I mean, you have, have to, to think about it. If the citizens of this state, okay, at least in that area haven't done much about this at they this support point. And if they, if they have, if the Chaz has, uh, and the local businesses there, I mean, I can't think of anywhere else that I know of that where this would stand and the businesses. San Francisco, the, Portland, probably Austin. Well, yeah, but that's, <clears throat> I don't think Austin close, but maybe not. Um, so anyway, I just Chicago. if they're if they're willing to Baltimore. do this, if the citizens are willing to allow this to happen in that area, then okay, have it. Good luck. Don't complain. Next when, question. When everybody's getting okay, what's the next question? Why such deep hatred towards Trump and Trump supporters? Define psychopath. And President Trump is the truth serum. Okay, <laughs> yeah. I think that that's not even really a question. We are we all know. Okay, something has happened. The, 2020 has brought out the worst, most divisive disease we have seen in our in our lifetimes. Okay, this is the the worst disease, and it's spreading. It's called Trump derange, derangement syndrome (TDS). It's not the coronavirus. Coronavirus is mild by comparison. Trump, <laughs> TDS, Trump derangement syndrome, mm-hmm. is it's pervasive amongst those who who are on the left. Okay, if you're a Democrat. There's a very good chance that you will um, that you will catch this disease. But I want to pull up a uh, tweet real quick. Okay. Because go ahead, stall while I while I check through here. Stall. So I can I can understand the initial dis- dislike towards Trump because I could I didn't like his personality one bit. One bit. I really didn't. I thought it was dangerous. He had this, he doesn't hit you the right way. It's like this sort of the alpha male kind of thing where he's got to uh, be, you know, um, I don't know where he would put in the way he put down Ted Cruz and he was doing all of this during the campaign. But then, I mean, you have to give people based upon not necessarily always their words, it's their actions that speak louder than that. And that's where 
it really turned me around, which we we talked about before. Why did we switch from never Trumpers to, you know, being a supporter? Absolutely. So I think that those people on the left see that he actually is getting something done and he's not just all words. So he's truly a threat. <laughs> he is literally changing and upending many of the things that they put in place that they wanted to to make this country go into the progressive, you know, crap hole. And he's literally changing all of that. And, you know, not to mention that he's an outspoken Christian. I think that has something to do with, or, you know, he talks about prayer. He's had a tremendous support for Israel. And you know that they hate that, you mm-hmm. know, they hate that. Um, and he supports um, Israel in this, you know, there's, it's, I think it's all about that. Any kind of conservative thing, but he's, he's action. Right. And he's, he's really a threat to what they want to do. He could totally derail, um, you know, but, and that's why I think they're fighting so hard and militantly against everything about this. I mean, you see the people in this country who want to take down, who hate America, you see them now, they're starting to to get in gear and they're saying, oh, we got to do it now. We got to take this down now. Or, you know, anyway. Absolutely. Well, this, this is what, you know, when I say that everybody on the left, all the Democrats are, they hate them. It's not true. Um, as somebody had mentioned earlier, a lot of eyes have been opened over the last three years. Over the last three months, a lot more eyes have been opened. Okay. Mm-hmm. A lot of that is, I think, thanks in part to, you know, people like you, people like us, people who are out there spreading the truth, who are talking about, you know, what's really happening. Look, if, if President Trump does something wrong, I'm the first person to say that's wrong. You shouldn't do that. Right. Okay. I'm, I'm not a quote unquote sycophant. I don't sit there. Oh, no matter what Trump says, it's gold. Okay. Mm-hmm. The problem that the people have with that, you know, the, the problem that people have with me and her is that he usually doesn't do it wrong. Okay. It, he does defend these things. He defends religious freedoms. Mm-hmm. He defends, you know, law and order. He defends things. He that actually, I mean, he's done more he defends for, Israel. for the, he black, defends the black community. Yeah. yeah. He's done more for the black community than any other president, Democrat or Republican. Okay. He wasn't, and he didn't even talk about that. I mean, right. he just did it. Nobody, nobody even talked about it. They didn't even realize it until it was spoken to us. Uh, it was talked about uh, within the black leaders of these colleges and, you know, the, the black unemployment started to go down and all of these other things. And it's like, well, what, it, why? It's because of the, the things that he actually did. So right. it's all about taking action. And dude, if you have a Republican go in with changes that actually help what they've been crying about for so long. Oh, now you're going to have problems. Oh, you can't be, you can't be successful with your ideology. You can't be successful with your politics. Otherwise it makes us look like we're stupid. Right. You know what I mean? But it's not all of it. It's not just because of what they've done. It's because of what Democrats have done. Okay. And this is a, this is a tweet from, hold on. I forgot her name from Shauna Lenny Lene. She said, um, in the last few years, I went from Democrat to moderate to probably voting Republican this next election, unless the Democrats can win me back. They don't seem to be interested in my vote, though. Uh, this is this is true, and this is what a lot of Democrats, especially the moderates, you know, there are still moderate Democrats out there. We can look at the radical progressives and say they are the Democratic Party. We can look at the Alexandria Ocasio Cortezes and Elon Omar's and say they're the ones that are that are controlling the party. Sure, they are, but just because they control the party 
doesn't mean that they control everybody who's in the party. And a lot of the people that are in the party are walking away. Brandon Straka, Straka, whatever his name is, this guy was a was a hardcore progressive until he learned the truth. His eyes opened. He saw what was actually happening with Trump. The truth was was coming to him. And then he has made this movement that's just been absolutely spectacular. Okay, mm-hmm. um, he has really killed it with this walk away movement, and he's pulled a lot of people, a lot of Democrats, over to the right side. We're seeing it every day. Right. So, you know what? The, the the final answer to the question: Are we doing everything right, conservatives? No. We have mainstream media against us. We have um, education system against us. Hollywood's against us. Okay, all this stuff is against us. The only thing we've got going for us are two things. Number one, we have the truth on our side. Number two. The radical left is exposing themselves for being absolute idiots, morons. Tim Kaine today. Did you see that? Tim Kaine, okay, former vice presidential candidate in 2016 for Hillary Clinton, came out and said that slavery was invented by the United States. It's literally, I mean, they're pushing for literally a post-truth society Yes. with this crap. I mean, rewriting the, history. The re, he, yeah, he claims redoing. he's read the Bible. You know what the Bible has in it? Slavery. Was the Bible written before America was born? No. No. And that's just the Bible. We can look at what's, uh, don't even, uh, uh, whatever. Okay. So, uh, um, well, they're just trying to affect the, the, the young people who may be ignorant or other people that may be ignorant of the, of history. And they're trying to rewrite it to where you basically indoctrinate everyone to come to your ideology. Right. Instead of, knowing the truth instead of reading the truth, instead of actually thinking for yourself and look at the details, look at, look at what's, what's actually happening. Yeah. So last call for questions. We're going to do one more. And then if there's any other questions that come in while we're answering that question, we'll, we'll try to squeeze those in as well. So go ahead and, and throw out your questions. In the meantime, I have a question for you. Okay. What do you think is necessary for America to heal following all of this upheaval from the coronavirus, the riots, we've got a political Regardless year. Regardless of if they do it or not. Regardless of who does what. America does what it needs to do to heal. Yeah, what does America need to do to heal? I think, that, I think it's obvious. We've said it before, it's a cliche, but it needs to get back to get back to why it started and why did it start go back to your first love so to speak i mean i think that we've lost sight of what really it wasn't the statues it's not even the flag okay it's what what made this country so strong was that it was first of all it was blessed and why was it blessed by god well i mean he has his reasons but clearly our priority was to have every one who is created by God, equal, equal under God, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that that entire concept was, aside from Israel, was new and it worked and we were blessed and we've been blessed even up to this point. I mean, even with all of our problems, we still have, uh, you see other countries and we are still blessed, but we are going down the route of not being blessed anymore (laughs) if we continue. So we do need prayer. We do need to get back to the fundamentals of this country. And regardless if they want you to believe that that's a bad thing or not, regardless of what they feel, it really is our faith. 
It is our faith and it is to hold on to the Constitution, not because the Constitution is our Bible, but because the Constitution was based on biblical truths. It was based on biblical uh, beliefs and ideology and a worldview. Yeah. And that's incredibly important. And we have to understand that that no matter how much they tell us that, you know, you have to change with the times you ha- you can't. That is an old document and you can't do this. And you really do need to embrace this new what, good is evil. Evil is good kind of situation. Um, don't do it. Don't listen, because that's what we were. We were doing well. And then, of course, we see this fall apart because we were doing so well. And it looked like the people that they hate, the Republicans, conservatives were actually getting something done. And this is their pushback, right? We can't let them beat us. They're not going to beat us. The truth will prevail. And that's what we have to hold on is to the truth. We have to believe it and believe that it will, it will prevail even in November. Okay. Even in the future. I mean, it's going to prevail. So that's my, um, I think that's, what do you think? You agree? I, do. I think things are going to get bad. We can either make them good or we could fall apart. You know, and at this stage you have the Repentance. Media. What the hey? Yeah. You're right. Repentance for sure. Oh yeah. That's like the number one thing. Of course we have to repent as a nation, but that's going to require freedom of religion, which is already being attacked. Okay, we've got the media, we've got Democrats, mm-hmm. we've got Hollywood, we've got so many powerful organizations, George Soros, China, all these all these organizations are trying to destroy America. And they can only do it if we allow it. Okay, if we don't stop them. We as patriots, we as as conservatives, we as Americans, you don't have to be a conservative to realize that you don't want America to be destroyed. And a lot of times the people that we're, that you're fighting for, if you're a Democrat, mm-hmm. these people that you're trying to get elected into office, you know, they are, they're trying to destroy us. So we do have another question that came in from Mark um, Hinton, John Hinton's dad, John Hinton, John Hinton is the, uh, is uh, my fellow co-host over at, or not co-host, uh, he's a fellow podcaster at the America held hostage podcast, part of the freedom first network, which is launching this week. Um, and this question comes in from Mark, dad of John, who John is, is, uh, I was just on his show two days ago. How funny. Hi, Mark. Pleasure mm-hmm. to have you. Uh, go ahead. What do you feel should be done about chop in Seattle? So <clears throat> we've actually had a couple of discussions about mm-hmm. this through this podcast. So we'll, I'll keep this brief. Um, you know, what should be done if it's possible, what should be done is that the police and if necessary, the national guard, and I don't think it would be necessary, but the police go in there and say, mm-hmm. great, Look, kiddos, you've had your fun. Go back, go back home. Okay, you cannot sit here on public land or private property and just do whatever you want. If you want to do that, go buy some a parcel of land out in you know away from the city and, and go form your anarcho-communist state, right? Uh, but you can't do it here. There's too much damage being done. People are getting hurt, and so we, as the as the uh, police, are going to to put an end to this. If they need the National Guard, so be it. You know, do I think that that's going to happen? I, I just don't know. I think it, it could end up blowing up before before Mayor Jenny and uh, Governor Inslee actually do anything to, to try to fix it. So um, it could come down to patriots, the bikers. Bikers heading over to the chop to, uh, to lay down the law 
it could be come down to that. And I know that you're not rooting for that the because real the real choppers, right? There you go. You're not rooting for that because you think that there will be violence and guns and all this other stuff happening. We don't, don't want, want war. We don't want people getting hurt, but we do need this to end because people are already getting hurt. Okay. Um, Alfred says Trump can end this, you know, in a moment's notice if he wants. Uh, we, yes, we do need to see the Dems' plans, but but perhaps more importantly, this is a local issue. Okay, this really is a local issue, and they need to be given the opportunity to try and fail or succeed. Because if we start, listen, if it does not behoove us as conservatives or as Americans or as patriots or as anything else for the federal government to get involved in areas where they shouldn't be getting involved, there should not be a need for the federal government to get involved in a local situation like this. Now, if there is no resolution soon, then the president has to consider that. He has to consider sending in people to fix this. Right. And um, you're right, Tomahawk, the mayor is complicit. The mayor's absolutely, this is the mayor's I mean, fault. This is the mayor's okay? fault, for <laughs> this sure. Is, yeah, I mean, Mayor Jenny is, she is a joke. She is, she is not, I'm going to get angry if I talk too much about it. Stop, stop asking me about Mayor Jenny. Stop asking me. <laughs> no, you're, no, that's a great question because, or that's a great you statement. Can keep I should asking say. if you want. That's a, it was a statement. It wasn't a question, a question um, that they, the mayor is definitely complicit. There's no doubt about that. And Mark, I think we answered the question. Um, they are armed. Do you, do you see a conflict? Yeah. I, yeah. I'm afraid of a conflict. I really do. I mean, I don't know if this is a local biker group or not. We'll find I, out it more. would be, I, I wish it were because I, I really wish that the citizens would step up. I mean, the, yeah, then there would be conflict, but at some point, <clears throat> you know, you don't want the national, you don't want the government, the federal government to come in. Okay. That's not what you want. And if right. you're calling for that, then you no, the state needs to take care of it. The mayor's not doing their job. Cities the need, governor's not doing to take her, care of it. her job. Yeah. City needs to take care and of it. And then if they don't, it includes the, the citizens. It does. Yeah. Any any final thoughts? I think that's this was fun. No, yeah, well, I, I think we have to do this again. We need to do this every day. We need day. to do this for cooking. We need to. Oh my gosh, we could have a cooking podcast show, Periscope, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter thing. Thanks, Carrie. We really appreciate you joining us. It was thank great. you all because it has yes. been. This has been a blast. We Texas Hudlum, Alfred Tomahawk, all of you, Mark. Make you. sure you go to podcasts.knockreport.com. Up in the top right corner, you will see buttons or a button for subscribe. Go ahead and subscribe to us to Apple Podcasts. We do these videos six days a week, uh, this audio, this podcast. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, iHeartRadio, mm-hmm. whatever. All these, we have, there's like a dozen different places. Yes. Um, subscribe to us on Periscope, Periscope as well as um, uh, Facebook and YouTube. Look, we do need to get the word out. We try our What the heck? Thank you, too. Thank you, guys. We do need to get the word out. And uh, we need your help. We need five stars reviews on Apple so we can get ahead of the Rachel Maddow's of the world. Okay. The, we can get ahead. We're moving up nicely in the charts. Okay. In yeah. the daily news section, we're moving up. We're in the top 100. We need you to be in the top 10. You can move down really fast. You can move down real fast. So, so we need, we need those five star reviews. We need exposure. We need retweets, all this other stuff. And we, we, uh, we just need help. We America. just need everybody to stay yeah. strong. Stay safe. God bless. God bless.